All right, we're back. Circling Back podcast presented by Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer with vitamin C and superfruit acerola. To my left, the man who only drinks things with superfruit acerola in it, the acerola king himself, Dylan Shivery in the building. Unless, of course, it's a uh, crispy shard. But uh, yes, hey, everybody. I'm very happy to be here. That's actually a Sauvignon Blanc that you have in front of you, Dylan. You didn't have to tell people that. <laughs> it's a crisp white. It's a crisp white. It's all white. that matters right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Dave's Dave's not here, of course, and uh, I, I'm here still, so that's cool. I'm happy, very happy to be here. How does it feel to get introduced first for the first time in, like, months? I, I'm never ready for it. Whenever I, like, I'm I'm up first, it just kind of hits me hard. And uh, But, uh, yeah, it feels good, man. I feel like I get a little respect around here every now and then. We also have a special guest in the studio today. You might know him from Too Much Dip. You might know him just by the name of the Mocha Clappuccino. But this is KJ Ellis. It's great to be with you, Will, sitting in for a crisp white with a crisp white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big pours only today for Big Game Brett. Yes, to Brett. Shout out to his family. Shout out to Brett's family. Going through a tough time, of course. The passing of his mom. So shouts to, to the Merrimans. So we're going to a little loco with it. We'll be consuming uh, in studio. For those who don't watch us on YouTube, of which there are probably many, we're about to this might be an episode to check it out. We're about to take a sure. little sip. I think this is the first time I've ever had a drink on Circling Back, at least in this studio. Um, Old Burger might <laughs> In this studio. Oh, in this studio. studio. That's true. And I did not expect it to come at 10.46 a.m. on a Monday morning. How absurd is it that I could just waltz into a grocery store and purchase a bottle of wine at 8 a.m. on a Monday, but I can't do that at 10 a.m. on a Sunday? It's never made any sense to me. Ridiculous. I, I don't like, I like going to the grocery store early on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You can avoid the crowds. You can kind of just get in, get out. But the fact that I can't go buy a bottle of red wine to have with dinner that night at 10 a.m. in the store is yeah. just devastating. And not only that, but they put like signs over everything just to really drive <laughs> it home that I have to leave empty handed. Our move when I was at Whole Foods was to keep the lights off in the beer coolers on that aisle or whatever. So people kind of understand inevitably you would still have people show up at the register. This is a Texas thing, right? Like yes. Michigan, you guys have no. I didn't realize know. how wild ass Michigan was until I moved down here. And I didn't, because I never really thought about it yeah. too hard. I knew that there were places, I'd lived in places where you could only buy liquor at liquor stores. But the fact that you can't buy liquor in a grocery store down here <laughs> is just so bizarre to me. How many states are like that? I, I find I find it frustrating. Ohio is a place where you can, I believe, where you can only get it in liquor stores, unless that's changed in the last 15 years. Uh I just don't like it. What's the point? Well, let us buy liquor. Shout out to a member of the meme team, Landry, who's in or was in Montana this past weekend. I learned, which I guess you have family there. I do. I learned uh, a couple years ago when I went to the music festival up in Montana that you can buy liquor at anywhere basically that's not a liquor store. Like I purchased bottles of liquor at a combo bowling alley slash laundry mart. Love it. And at the Safeway across the street, no liquor there, but it was in the laundry mart or laundry mat, I should say. Uh, that move is incredible. Or you can go to bar and just buy a full-blown bottle and leave with it, and yeah. they don't, like, mark you up 50% for the bottle. Uh, so that's, that's a that's a scene. We need those laws here. I'm in. Yeah. Louisiana's another state. that They basically just, like, they just throw liquor into your, like, True. whatever you get that's not liquor. You walk into order. a grocery store and they just dump it in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry I don't drink. Okay, here's a bottle of wine yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know Noble Vines had this kind of heat going with them. Are you enjoying? Yeah, I'm going to finish this glass. Are you really? I'm very excited about it. 
I have to say I did follow uh, the Sunday Scaries approach here, and this may be a second shelf uh, item. Dude, you got to be careful. Shout out to the creative genius behind that behemoth. Dude, what? He's just smart as fuck. <laughs> I can't promise I'm going to finish my glass, and we'll get to it on uh, recapping this weekend in fun, but not. I got into I got into a few over the weekend. So you had a few buttery shards over the uh, weekend. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Are we worried about Dave in Mexico? What do you mean, Dave? Like, has a, I was trying to think about it. Out of everyone in this room, Dave has taken the least amount of vacation as of yeah. as of late. I'm really glad Dave's on vacation. That being said, I'm a little worried about him going on Cabeza Watch. Are they? Did they bring roads? No. Did I don't know. I, I don't didn't know. hear it definitively said either way, but I don't believe There's so. There's no way they brought Rhodes okay. to, so, to Cabo. Rhodes is probably chilling with the, the G parents. Yeah, that, that, that's my guess. Okay. That's good. At least we don't have we don't have a, uh, what, six-month-old on Cabeza watch right now? Yeah. That's yeah, probably we, good. We don't want that on our watch right now. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy for them. They're at Nobu, which, of course, I've stayed. Uh, and, you know, it's just a, he's going to be swimming up to a suite, enjoying a nice spinach salad later at some point. Maybe getting a mezcal margan, a wagyu glizzy. Wow. He's just gonna be living it up, man. I'm pretty gel. Are you worried that he's going to out Instagram you? <laughs> okay. I don't think that's. I don't think that's possible, sir. No. What if he does a video of him running into the water and it does more numbers than what you do? Um, that's. I'm not worried about that at all. Plus, that Nobu is a pretty dangerous part of the beach. Oh, so were you on another part when you were running into the water? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do it at Nobu. I'm it's, sorry it's that you do, you do multiple hotels only when you're on I'd, vacation. I'd wind up in the stomach of a humpback whale pretty, very quickly. <laughs> Not in the stomach of a sperm whale at all? No, uh, just a humpback. If I'm yeah, David, yeah. instead of running to the beach, maybe I run from like the door of the hotel, like high step into the infinity pool outside of my room. Like, you know, if he has wow. a swim up pool, That's... pull that move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'd respect that. I'm looking at the uh, weather to make sure it's not rainy season down there for him. And it looks like they'll be okay. You know, keep an eye out on some so. storms off coast. He'll but be dripping like on the go south I'm not too worried about him. No. I'm fucking jelly. David's known to keep that I thing too, wet. I too, man. I think, he's, I think he might try to out. He's going to ratio you on Instagram, which is just by <laughs> volume shooting, I, I hope at least. He's not a big Instagrammer. We'll see how. Well, of course, the first couple of days when I was in Cabo, I was there by myself. Hard to get a grandma off by yourself, you know? No, it's not. You just you just set up the, the cam and just, like, get fits off. Who does that? I don't do that. I don't have the self-timer in me. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not an Instagram influencer. You're not a tripod guy? No. no. That's unfortunate. I'm not an Instagram thoughty. <laughs> okay. We'll get to that in this weekend in fun because I've got questions. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready for them, I think. We got anything else to get to for them? Let's do some programming notes real quick. Go follow Circling Back Pot and Wash Media. You might notice that we are part of the 11K Club now on Instagram. Wow, no one thought we would get there. I'd like to give a special shout-out to Peloton Memes as we are officially a Peloton uh, influencing podcast at this point, not to brag. Uh, but, yeah, they, they got us a decent amount of new followers, and we're officially in the 11K Club. Damn. 10K feels good, but I feel like people take their foot off the gas at 10K. Everyone says uh, at 11K is when you really made it, mm-hmm. so... Not only can we swipe up, but we can do it with a thousand more people on top of us. Not to brag, but also go leave a review and five star rating. Tell a friend about the podcast. Maybe you have some people out there that are tripod people and they want to try our pod. Oh wow, a turnaround time on this guy. Will is a professional. Did folks. you see what I just did? There? Oh my Jeez. god, are you listening to what I just did there? Uh, also head over to YouTube.com/slash/WatchMedia. We had some big stuff hit the timeline last week on there. Our cribs video just doing absolute numbers. We also did a happy hour live, which was essentially just an extended uh, circling back video podcast last week. No guess, just gas. 
What am I doing you today, f- dude? Dude, keep feeding this guy the dude, rock. If you, if you have an ad on today's episode, you are rubbing your hands right now. <laughs> Birdman gift. Uh, washmedia.shop might have some new heat going up there sooner than later. And Patreon, we're doing Bachelorette. Tomorrow is coming to you with uh, someone who is pretty well versed in, in doing some uh, commentary on television shows. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Barrett Dudley. Ah, yes. Quite excited Can't about that. Can't wait for that one. Uh, Dylan's a Love Island guy now, which I am proud to report. But, uh, yeah, we're going to still be doing Bachelorette recaps every Tuesday morning. Bay and I are one episode into uh, Love Island UK. And uh, let's just say I'm intrigued so far. I will say this. I think that we have reached a tipping point with Love Island. I have more people reaching out to me than ever before being like, all right, I'm in. I do have to say, though, um, when you're on the Hulu – the Hulu. <laughs> when you're on Hulu, you're on the Hulu, and you're uh, you, you select a show and you you scan the seasons and you yeah. see the you know one of them forty two episodes. No, one of them is fifty plus. What? And they are not thirty minute episodes either. So it's it's quite the undertaking, which is I think has kept me from jumping in to this point. But enough people over the weekend talked me into trying it. So Bay and I started it last night. I'm intrigued. I will give you this. Uh, one episode a week is just like a recap pod, kind of behind the scenes, like, you know, fun, sh- kind of just blooper you reel. It. You don't need it. Okay. I've been trying to pressure Sally into watching them because I, I think I'm that desperate for content at this point that I'm willing to do that. It hasn't really stuck yet, and you don't you don't miss anything by skipping those hour-long recaps. How big is that show in the U.K.? Absolutely massive. Massive. Is it comparable to The Bachelor for U.S.? I think it's bigger. Is there a Bachelor UK? I've, I guess I've never. I don't know. I know there's Australia. I know there's maybe Japan. Japan. Um, and there's one other country that has it, but I don't know if there's a Bachelor UK. It's never crossed my radar. I don't so. know. It seems like that would be something that like I would get into at some maybe point. Maybe Love Island's got that uh, real estate. The, the format of Love Island, and to be fair, Bachelor in Paradise, create is set up for much more drama yeah. than the Bachelor slash Bachelorette. So to give you a perspective of this, Dylan... Uh, in terms of the social influence that Love Island has versus Bachelor, Bachelorette, who would you say is one of like the biggest stars of the Bachelor franchise? JoJo? JoJo, Rachel Lindsay. Um, Let's go with JoJo. Let's go with JoJo. She's got 2.3 million followers on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And I would say out of the last you know six or seven years, she's probably one of the biggest names that we've had. Jesse Palmer she's certainly might a be house the only favorite. other entrant here. The, the probably the largest uh, Love Island UK person, Molly May. She's married. She's currently dating uh, Tommy Fury, who is the younger brother of Tyson Fury. <laughs> yes. She has five point seven million followers, so she's okay. got more than double the followers of what JoJo has. Good grief! It's big. It's I, big. I said Jesse Palmer only because older Bachelorette cont- uh, contestant, correct? He's like, got those uh, ESPN one of the early followers. ESPN too, Forever. 115k. That's it. That's it. That's it. He's kind of he's kind of old though. He's kind of washed. For sure. He's he's he's, he's, he's past his his hot zone was definitely yeah. before Instagram existed. But I figured maybe that residual fame might bring him a bigger following. Not at all. Not at all. Host of Food Network's Holiday Baking Championship. Dude, Second hell line. yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> love that. The uh, the voiceover guy, the Scottish guy. I can't get enough of him. He's good. He's, he's goaded. Is he goaded? He's goaded. Yeah. And you never even see his face. I know. I don't. I don't need. I don't want. He's to. perfect. Uh, we also have a backer meetup Saturday, July thirty first at Eisenhower's at three p.m. If you're not familiar with Eisenhower's and you haven't been to our meetups in the past, they've been very fun there traditionally. You will I, have a good time. My mm-hmm. hope is that at this next meetup uh, at Eisenhower's, I'm going to leave 
uh, last time we had a, a meetup there, I spent about, I don't know, four to five hours in the exact same spot, never moved. I'm, I'm hoping I can mix it up a little bit. Just holding court. No, I mean, I was kind of just like in a corner. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Do you want the Dallas one? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Eisenhower's last oh, okay. time. I was just at the end of the bar, just in a corner, just hanging out the entire time. I treat this like an Italian wedding where you just sit at a table, but then you have, I don't know, somebody get Timo like a fake ID and have him like coordinate just people kind of cattle call past you. You shake hands, you know, they leave a note, they talk to you, you kiss a cheek, and you move to the next person. Listen, we're getting Timo in that bar. Timo's, Timo's going to be there. I don't care what he's I have to do. He's a photographer, so he's working. Just bring yeah, him some equipment and he uh, – Give him a know. press pass or something. Here we, go. we can get him a press pass, I think. But, yeah, July 31st, Eisenhower's. It's a Saturday. It's going to be for the boys and the gals, too. Yeah, we'll let, we'll let him in for the Whoever just wants just to time. come. 3 p.m., be there, be square. Is it time to recap this weekend of fun presented by FitBod? <clears throat> yes. So many times in life you get stuck doing the same workouts and making progress towards the future year means overcoming new challenges. And FitBod creates a program that continually adapts to the new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjusts to how you're progressing. So be challenged to meet goals at your own pace. There's no perfect body that anyone can achieve. People look at me all the time and they're like, well, how'd you achieve that perfect body? And I'm like, dog, this is perfect for me, but maybe not for you. Damn, dude. But what we can do is we can continually become a better version of ourselves. No workout is one size fit all. And FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts to you so you can stay challenged with new exercises, pacing, and intensity based on where you are and where you want to be. Dylan, I know you're, you're the workout guy here. You work out mm. constantly. Well, wow, thanks for noticing. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, your arms are bigger than everyone else in this. Or I, I, are you wow. kidding? Are you Not kidding? everyone. Sorry. Wow. I, I was imagining wow. Dave sitting next to me. It's just muscle memory. Shots fired. Can uh, you yeah. explain how you've enjoyed this app? Uh, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, basically, you, you it asks you, like, what are, what are your goals? What do you, you want to do to your body? And then it kind of just generates these workouts for you. And uh, let me tell you, they are – it gets you going. Let, let's see. My next workout. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I believe, yeah. So this is, I'm going for chest, back, and abs on this one. Okay. All right. I'm doing a dumbbell bench press, a cable row, dumbbell. Of course, it it sets out like you're doing this many sets, this many reps. Okay, but I'm just gonna go through the exercises. That's fine. We have a dumbbell fly. We have a lat pull down, and then superset time: bicycle crunch, back extensions. Let's go. You're extending your back. They're back extensions. I love to. See, you love to see it. Yeah. Got to. It creates a program based on a unique body experience and environment, and their algorithm uses data and analytics to help you build on your last work workout and maximize your results. If you have no equipment, no worries. FitBot has body weight routines that if you're looking to get fit at home or on the go, you got to think Davey's going to be hitting some FitBot body weight routines when he's in uh, Mexico by the pool. Damn. Personalized training can be a tough on a budget, but FitBot is only $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year. Sign up now and you'll get 25% off your membership. Pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at fitbod.me slash steam. That's 25% off at fitbod.me slash steam. Dylan, what did you get into this weekend? Man, I need FitBod right now. After a little, not really quite a staycay, but a little mini vacay, I'm going to, the first workout after a trip is, it's always a tough one, you know? Yeah, you just don't want to do it. You're you still don't in want to do it, mode. but you need it. You know you need it because your boy got into one over the weekend. Bay and I went to Hotel Emma in San Antonio, which is in the Pearl District, and I had no idea what to expect, and I was completely blown away. This place is incredible. It's a scene. It is awesome. So it's in it's the old 
Pearl Brewery, mm-hmm. they converted into a hotel, and they did an excellent job. It's it, not just the hotel, but the whole scene around it. There's a farmer's market there, a bunch of little shops and restaurants and sidewalk cafes. Do you match that ton of people outside of the river? Um, we didn't buy anything from the farmer's market. Come on, dude. You got to support local farmers. We were on vacay. I wanted to bring, like, fresh peppers back to my room. There's no need for that. You Why? Know? You could have gotten some room service hummus. Locally sourced eggplant? Or'd you B-Y-O-E? He definitely B-Y-O-E. I don't, I don't, I don't do eggplant. Okay. Um, doesn't mean other people don't. <laughs> we, hit, we hit the pool. We drank wine and, and beers, and it, it was just, it was an awesome scene. Can I ask one question about your itinerary? Yeah. At any point in time, did you have it written down? Button a shirt? Because your boy was showing some skin in uh, some Instagram photos. Sans any button in the shirt that I saw. Which one are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you, a bottle of champagne, and zero buttons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no buttons. <laughs> um, so, Bay and I, we had this cute little dynamic going on. It's going to make people puke probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready. I can feel my gag reflex kicking up right now. In her opinion, I always go one button, one button too high on my shirts. Okay. Always. And so, see, every time I, I get dressed, she always walks over and, and undoes my top button. Um, and we got to look. We're on vacation. Got to look carried away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, that, that, to be fair, that was after a pool situation. And so I was just coming back from the pool. I had my trunks on in that in that video. Uh, a little Hey, it was the you best know, advertising was, Fitbot could ask for. I'll that say was that, va- that was vacay Dylan right there. We had a good time. So here, here's another thing that happened. On Saturday night, um, I, we went to bed, and I got up. I had to pee at like 3 or 4 a.m. Okay. I got up, did my business, was walking back to the bedroom. And if you notice, I have this uh, little bruise right here in my forehead. It looks so much better now, but I, I turned the corner too quickly. It was pitch black. Walked right into uh, an armoire. Okay. You hate to run into a rogue armoire. <laughs> you hate it. And um, I woke up with, like, just crusted blood to my forehead. Oh, and it was, it was so. She she had a good time with that one. She thought it was quite funny. I thought she'd just taken some, like, Harry Potter cosplay a little too far with this little forehead mark Come on, here. Come dude. Come yeah. on, man. I don't know what you're into on the weekends. Y'all could be doing role play. Man, that place is sick, though. It was cool. Highly recommend. Exceptional. Highly recommend. Met a backer at the pool. Tell us more. It might look like I'm paying attention to you, but I'm just trying to come up with horny uh, Harry Potter puns right now. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Hermione that's has potential cool. like to, to get turned into Horm- something with horny, but uh-huh. it, it doesn't roll off the tongue no. very well, so I'm having trouble figuring it out. Yeah, but a, a, a very nice backer at, at the pool who uh, has a – I have to read up on He has a, an alcohol media company. Okay. I'll tell you the name of it after. Is it the Fuck dr- it, it's is called it the Beer dr- Beer Business it- Daily is what it's called. Oh, hell yeah. I was thinking it was like the Drinking Bros podcast or something. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the hell, what the hell they do, but Based on them. how you described this earlier, is this a multi-generational uh, family listening experience? Are they multi-generational backers? Um, he didn't say that his son listened, but oh. um, he does have adult sons, plural. And uh, very nice man. God, I love that we I, we just have older dudes listening to the pod. Shouts to Internet Party, too, because he, uh, he also listened to... Uh, John and Brad. The man's in the crank corner. Yeah, he knows about the crank corner. Wondered. Knew about John's broken leg, all that stuff. Dude. Wild. Down bad of the week. Uh, we got we got back Sunday. I had a little pool situation with uh, with some of Bay's friends out in Lakeway. That was a great time. Damn. Dude, are you just living at pools these days? Dude, I just, I got, I told you, man. Are you the pool king of Austin, Texas? I might be. People are saying that. This man has not slept in his own bed in weeks. Mm-mm. 
I did last night. Oh, must yeah. be nice, dude. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. Always good to get back. All home. of the pictures from this Hotel Emma place looks like they hired Will to freeze to show up and take them. It's dude, it's it's sick. It's elite. It's a compliment to Will too, but yes. Thank you. What'd you do, KJ? Yeah, KJ. Oh, shit. I didn't realize it was second line here. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was an absolute scene at my house at Casa de Ellis, if you will. Had a milestone birthday, big number one for Kai. So had all of the fam over. Big shouts to Kai. The big so, number one. He's uh, basically walking at this point, so it was, it was fun. Had people in the pool. Uh, your boy went all out on the uh, Blackstone, hooked up uh, some fajitas for the fam. Things got so involved that, like, I started my Instagram story. This is where you can tell, like, content and actual uh, ability. I should have just taken the photos, waited, and posted them later. Your boy was just in the thick of things. Yeah, knocked out a ton of fajitas. Got, like, the first picture of that uh, effort down. And by the end of the day, I'm like, okay, let's make sure somebody's got a life vest on the kid. And, you know, the rest of the food's ready. The cake's getting cut. You know, bullets were flying. It was, a, it was incredible, though. It was good to have... You know, 15, 16 people over uh, at the house. Some of the grandparents were over there getting some Kai time. And his cousin is about five months older. So it is the most mega of cute scenes when they get together. So I was very happy. You you glossed over this. Yes. Am I, am I hearing it correctly that you did sizzling fajitas for your son's first birthday party? You know, as the youngest member of the sizzle squad, he had one request and one request only. Um, a, that I don't look him in the eye after he drank the ape ship cuts that, uh, was given to him by his uncle. And then, uh, B that none of the family touches the sizzling fajita before he did that day. That's and beautiful. Your boy went absolutely loco on some, uh, fajita chicken. So I was very happy for him. God, it's just so big. That's great. At what age do you stop referring to your kid as being X months old? Um, so now that he's a year or, you know, 53 weeks, if you will, uh, we'll probably pivot sometime between now and 18 months. I'm sure year and a half seems That's to roll fair. off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Calling him one is fine. You know, I've got a one year old at the house. I'll probably say that guy's one. Uh, but you know, you want to give him credit. I think yeah. two years old is the, is a, a fine cutoff point. Yeah. 18 months to two years is probably the move. Because if you're 20 months, like you, you saying that one doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because they're, you know, the age. So it's like. I get what you're saying. It's like half their life is, you know, one year. So We're about like, to be through Q1 of uh, Fritz's life. <laughs> you're calling all business he's, terms. He's, he's, like a quarter, he's a quarter old. <laughs> yeah. So, he, yeah, Q1 is, is about to be in the books as of tomorrow. So Very it's pretty cool. exciting times around our place. I would say as annoying as it sounds to refer to your child in months, it is pretty critical when your kid's under 12 months only because – their abilities vary so much when they're when you're just talking about weeks or months. So it's you know what they can eat, whether or not they can even sit up or hold their own head up, like is completely different month three to month six or month six to month nine. So like using months at that point makes sense, but after about you know, month twelve, like I said, or month twelve, after one year, you're you're free free game. I mean, it, for me, it completely depends on who I'm talking to. That's true. If I'm talking to Randy and he was like, hey, how old's Fritz? I'm like, uh, a few months old. Like, whatever. Right. Not yeah. going to overdo it. If, if I'm kids, talking to like a mom who loves being a mom, I'm going to give her like the exact dates that he's been alive. If your kid's 22 months, he's almost two. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's what you said. I'll lose count at that point. Almost two. We've already tossed like the second block of like you turn the block. We have that stupid, you know, it's kind of similar to like the countdown you use for Christmas or whatever. You turn the days thing over. We just have the one block that just says one year. Like, I'm not doing 11 months, 13 months. Like, nah. It's too much. It's it's a lot. 
What'd you What'd you do over the weekend? Not yeah. Care. Well, I, from what I was told before your weekend, you were just gonna be sitting at home hanging out playing FIFA. Dude, I mean, there were there was a lot of talk. I think I actually saw it trending worldwide on Twitter about Weekend <laughs> of Will, and I I do have some unfortunate news. Uh, weekend of Will was canceled. Oh, it was a very la- it was at the midnight hour. Oh wow. Yeah, not ideal for your boy when I had I had plans to go out and uh, you know let it rip, but you know at the end of the day, Friday was for the boys because I got to stay home with Fritz and we chilled all we, we chilled all night together. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. We just did a little – we actually introduced my uh, my sister-in-law's boyfriend. I almost called him my brother-in-law. That could have gotten dicey. Introduced him to Love Island, Dylan, so you guys can text about it. Shouts to him. You guys are watching different seasons currently. He's on USA. You're on that UK show. We're riding different waves, but going the same direction. I'd rather be on your wave, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty sure that because Sally was nervous about leaving him for the first night that she'd ever been away, oh. she contracted her entire family to come over just to make sure that like nothing went bad. And so instead of, instead of me just like chilling at home, like, you know, I don't know, maybe catching up on a show that Sally doesn't want to watch or something right. like that. I had about six family members just sitting around our place until about midnight. So I got babysat in addition to Fritz, uh, needing some help around the, around the place as well. Saturday, we'd let it rip a little bit. Uh, we needed a quick reservation. We didn't want to go out to lunch somewhere and have to wait, so we went to La Piscina, which we've talked about before. The swimming pool. I got some. Yeah, it's called the pool. Uh, and so I got some uh, sizzling fajitas there. I had a, a nice pour of white wine as well. I saw your gram. Shouts to Mama Merriman. And it was uh, it was good. Uh, after that, we did we did have a dinner that we had to go hit. Went to Sammy's, the Italian restaurant on okay. West 6th that yep. everyone's been talking about. How good is it? I'll say this. It's, it's really good. Like it's really good. It's it's not so good that I'm like freaking out that I need to go again immediately. It's a little pricey, huh? It's pricey. It'll get you, but in terms of ambiance, it's unmatched in Austin for okay. a place to go go have an Italian. Really, meal. with on West Six, like without views, I would say. No Even views. if you've got a rooftop in West Six, like you're not seeing that much. It's so. the old Hutz hamburgers. I don't know how familiar you are. Yeah, I I, I know the spot. Look, like, but how much is it? Uh, it's I'm thinking of like. Relative to, I would say, like the Grove out in West, like where you've just got built-in views for days, subpar in other ways. But like you're saying, the ambiance in a place like this is uh, superior to any place like that. You can't see anything. The, everything's shut down. Like okay. I mean, they've got curtains over the windows. You're when okay. you walk in, you go from being in Party Central with a bunch of postgrads to straight up going to like New York City and this little tiny okay. uh, Italian joint, and you get treated like that too. I'd like to give a special <laughs> shout out to our waiter Giuseppe. <laughs> this guy fantastic. remembers more waiters' names than anybody well, of them. The, the beauty of Giuseppe is that he remembers my uh, sister-in-law's boyfriend very well, and so he gets my sister-in-law's boyfriend sits down, gets a handshake from Giuseppe, and then before he even knows it, there is a uh, Basil Hayden old-fashioned sitting right in front of him without Shouts. even having to order it. It's the BH. Who is I like this guy? He's getting treated like a king in there. Did I meet it's, this guy? The place has been open for four days. How does he? How's he already a regular? He has somehow fallen ass backwards into numerous reservations at this place, and, and I couldn't be more jealous. I think it was like his fifth time there. Wait, he's Jeez. asking about Giuseppe, not the brother-in-law. No, I'm no. asking about the brother-in-law. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've met this guy at Matt's, right? Probably. I think so, in passing, on the way out. Hot guy. Tall. Yes. Tall yes. AF. Tall fellow. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, he's tall. He's tall and hot. Looks like he'd be a tall and hot. problem on the tennis court. Probably. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see him at the net. He's yeah. going to get to everything. <laughs> Uh, so we went there. We had, we let it rip a little bit. Had a couple teenies. Got some uh, ravioli. Hey. Hey. We didn't get the bucatini. What about the gabagoo? We know a gabagoo. Ah, too bad. We did get the mozzarella sticks. I'd like to give a special shout hey, out mozzarella. to mozzarella sticks. Very cool, man. And then Sunday, it was just meant for your boy to chill. 
We had a lot of British sports going on yesterday. British. More of that on too much dip. Too much dip. With a little, Let's go. With a little too much will, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. Oh, Can I ask one wow. question before we move on that might expose me to some bad food takes? Expose yourself. Does Italian food as a cuisine fall into the category of Mexican food where, like, given that you're using the same ingredients relatively over to make some of these items, like, there might be a cap on how, quote, unquote, good it can be, but no the vibes cap. in the... No cap. The vibes and the ambiance make up for a lot else. Like, oh, man, this is the freshest pasta. Yes, but I'm still eating pasta. Like, there's a food truck in Austin, in East Austin. I don't know if y'all have been to Patrizzi's, I want to say. Handmade pasta out of a food truck. Great. How much am I missing out? Uh, similar to Mexican food, I can go to a food truck and get fresh tortillas, fresh Mexican food versus high-end Mexican restaurant. Like, do we uh, overrate the Italian cuisine in that manner? I'm asking this because Dave's not here this to get Dylan's so irate. Dylan's the one who talks about about how all Mexican food is the exact same in different forms. <laughs> okay, well, there are different qualities of Mexican food, but all Mexican food dishes, it's the same food, same ingredients, just put together in different ways. I feel this could be applied to Italian cuisine, and we don't. And I don't. I don't think we chastise uh, those who taught us how taught the world how to eat enough for. Like a tostada is a taco know. with just a different shaped shell. That's tostada is objectively steak, right? Yeah. Yes. Why would I want that shell? Why would I, I want an open face taco when I can just make a, a fold it up and make it easier to eat? I, don't know. I did something I didn't think I would do this weekend. Your boy enjoys munching an open face taco every now and then. Damn it, kid. What'd you do this weekend? What the? <laughs> kids listening, man. No, there, there are no kids listening. <laughs> nah, I, not. I've gotten a note once or twice, like, "Hey, I was enjoying a glass of a glass, a cup of coffee." Wine's got your boy twisted today. I know, dude. I had two sips, and like, I'm kind of like buzzed up. With my Siga than her fam, and all of a sudden, KJ got into Duda territory with his language. <laughs> Parks, Parks might grow up and listen one day, run it back, and just be like, man, KJ was just super horny all the time, huh, Dad? Yeah, what's like, up? What was up with that you know July what, son? 19th yeah. episode where <laughs> KJ was just off the rails <laughs> horny. Mad horny. He had his calendar wrong. He thought it was the other Juneteenth. Anyhow, what were you going to say, Will? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did something I never thought I'd do. I requested more corn tortillas from, from a, a restaurant. No oh, I was doing that. I always get flour. I'm a flour guy. Everyone knows that. But I've, I've wow. discovered recently that at La Pacina, the, best, the best tortillas are the corn ones. Let's fucking go. I think I'm turning it's over a new leaf. Odd. That melted cheese situation is next level. It's different. It is different. We'll have to try it. Yeah. Keep an eye out. I think we uh, might need to have like a, 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 a washed media uh, – off-site meeting at La Piscina. Your boy will be there. What does La Piscina mean, Dylan? The swimming pool. Oh, that's mm. it. Yeah. Can we talk about public rec real quick? Please. Dylan, you wear a lot of trash athleisure. At least you did before public rec <laughs> well, came into your I life. I don't think that's fair to say. But I don't okay. know. Is that part of the copy? No. I, yeah, it actually is. It says right here, uh, talk about <laughs> Dylan's trash athleisure. <laughs> An issue that you get with athleisure all the time is that the length is never quite right. You, like, you're, you got your favorite pair of sweats that are appropriate for around the house, but you don't want to wear those to the supermarket and risk seeing someone that you might like. I, if you're a single guy out there, you can't get caught in your at-home sweats at the supermarket when Bay Back. walks up. Future Bay. Too many anecdotes about public rec. Uh, they sent me my pair of shorts like the day I was leaving for Telluride. I threw them in the suitcase. Wore them hiking. They're fantastic. Second one. I got back from my trip. Dave had just gotten his. He looks up to me at the gym. He's wearing his. He goes, these are goaded. Um, he, like, that's what he said. He said, I love these. They're, go- They're my favorite workout shorts. And I was like, all right, dog. Well, hey, I don't tell me. Tell the people. I think that's why everyone out there needs to go check out Public Rec. They make leisure wear in waist and inseam sizes because comfort starts with a better fit. 
They have their best-selling all-day, everyday pants that are a more stylish alternative to sweatpants and more comfortable alternative to jeans. I will say I've worn these numerous times in front of my wife, and she absolutely loves them. Mm-hmm. I have two pairs, and uh, I have to say, they're going to get worn out soon because I'm enjoying them a little too much. Okay, man. Big fan. Very cool. But the all-day, everyday pant comes in waist and inseam sizing so they can fit short kings, tall kings, and everyone in between. They're made from breathable, stretchy, moisture-wicking fabric, so you can wear them 24/7. They look brand new. They even have zipper pockets. You ever heard of those, Dylan? Yeah. So you can't. You can They're have just that, pockets. Easy. You can have that jingle jangle going on, but you don't have to. You don't have to worry about Nothing's it. Nothing's coming out of those bad boys. You ever put your stuff in your pockets without zippers, and then you get in the car, and then all of it falls down in a little crevice? It's just annoying. It's it's the it ruins my day. These are always the top choice in all of our rotations. We never, uh, I mean, I've never had pants that fit this well or look so good. And now I just don't feel sloppy when I'm wearing sweatpants. Who knew you could look this sharp in sweats? I'm in the process of updating all my pants to these. Imagine that. Oh, moisture wicking 24-7? Yeah, that's your boy. Just totally wrecked out? Wrecked out, dude. That's sick. I'm a wrecking crew at this point. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The performance fabric is fabric is unlike any other clothing we own, and we love it. As the world's opening back up, make sure you've got clothes that are as flexible as your life is. Public Rec rarely discounts, but right now, they have an exclusive offer just for Circling Back listeners. Go to publicrec.com slash circlingback and get 10% off. That's publicrec, R-E-C, dot com slash circlingback for 10% off. The Olympics are on the horizon, boys. Oh, man. Yeah, I think uh, we're looking about... Four days, so opening games or opening ceremonies are Friday. Uh, but you do have a couple events like soccer and one other uh, that start like Wednesday. Regardless, why do they Olympics do that? begin this week? On the calendar, it says day negative two and then negative one, then day zero. I'm like, just figure your shit out. Like, you've got time. Nobody's you know kicking you out of the hotel early. Yeah, uh, just start on day zero. I don't. I if don't I'm know. on the soccer team and they try to have and they try to make me play in a game before the opening ceremonies, I'm like, no, <laughs> the ceremonies haven't even been opened yet. I'm saving my shit. Yeah. What? No. What if I get injured? What if someone like has a bad tackle on me and I shatter my knee and then suddenly I can't walk in the in the opening ceremony? Or what if you you connect on some like sick bicycle kick from like you know 40 yards out and just put one top right and you just wasted it on a, a fucking nonsensical game dude look at you with the soccer terminology that was fucking what if sick, you go top it? bins Ooh. what if you go top titties on them if you would have said top bins i would have been like okay dylan's low-key <laughs> watching soccer like <laughs> randomly i just said top right that's lame well what we do know about the olympics are you know several things one no spectators this year yep as, as far as i'm concerned i'm not really i mean sure. i'll be watching but i will be at home yeah no, no, no live spectators kj smart ass i mean Sorry, i, I feel so alive for the very first time. Wow. Dylan doesn't understand what's going on right now. I don't. I can't deny He you. never had to call into TRL and request POD. <laughs> he's, he's not built like me. Boom. Uh, talk about we also know beds. this year that there's going to be no fucking. Oh, they're fucking. That's <laughs> <laughs> one thing I know about Olympic athletes is that they're fucking. Well, per the New York Post, it says lustful Olympic athletes should think twice before making the bedrock in Tokyo. The world's best sports competitors are set to spend their nights on cardboard beds allegedly designed to collapse under the weight of fornicators to discourage sex amid <laughs> COVID-19. This is so dumb. Why? Ima- imagine you're vibing with, with somebody, you know. Well, they're saying you can vibe with them, but. Imagine you're vibing in the Olympic Village and you're like, you know, we should probably have this, like, things are getting hot, like making out at the bar or whatever. And it's like, oh, we can't have sex because it's bad. You can't support us. Like, they're still going to have sex. They're just going to have to, they're just going to do it a little more uncomfortable. They're still going to squish, you know. 
<laughs> I don't hate the idea of these cardboard beds. I might get Fritz one. It's kind of tight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want you getting too crazy on this thing. Here's is, your cardboard bed. Is that the actual reason for this shit? Like, like really? Um, there's been some additional information that's come out about the stability of these, which is actually more reliable than they are appear to be. But before we get to that, every is it bad that I look at this photo kind of like I look at uh, there was a Twitter story that got ratioed to high heaven about uh, a woman who was doing a story on like a DEA room. She's like, you may not believe it, but this room is filled with signs that there's, you know, your kids might be on drugs. Yes. Yes. With all the little like 420. It was, all, it was all staged. And, yeah, exactly. It was in a studio. It, it was staged to like show you all of the random right. things. Well, I'm looking at this like, okay, let me count the ways in which, you know, some fucking can be done. And I'm it, seeing it plenty that don't involve the cardboard. Like if anything, I'm repurposing the cardboard to make a little fuck fort. You're like, gonna make a, a fuck, fuck fort. fort. A fuck fort. A fuck fort. You know, you got to have yeah. some privacy if you've got a roommate. Why is it that leading up to every Olympic Games, so every two years, mm -hmm. there's a story or, of there's a story. Or I get winter. You're yeah, right. there's a story of, that comes out about all the sex that happens in these Olympic villages. <laughs> because, dude, when so when Tinder every time it's like, oh yeah, they distributed like 20 million condoms right. in the uh, you know in Rio leading up to like what. How much sex is happening in well, here? When Tinder first came out, like, I think that... It was I think a scene. They, they, they had statistics from it of, like, the Olympic Village, mm -hmm. and it was just a match fest out there. Yeah. Can you imagine being in the Olympic Village, and you were just surrounded by, like, the world's greatest athletes? Everyone's horned up, especially if they're done with their... Right. That's their, the biggest like, thing, thing, is that they've usually been, like, you know, not quarantined for COVID reasons, but they've been, like, in a bubble, focusing on their training, grinding it out, so to speak... And uh, now they're on the edge of uh, okay. the greatest moments of their life. and they're, you know. So they're grinding it out, and now they're on the edge. Exactly. Cages. Of lonely. I was, it was, was a little monster reference for once. Here we go. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I, you know, uh, I, I'd, I'd get there. I, yeah, I'm not really worried about people having sex. Like, I think that at the end of the day, you can just get rid of the cardboard part of the mattress and throw it on the <laughs> ground. Like, Or just, like... Get creative, like maybe just. Well, say what you said. There are, <laughs> there are ways. To, there what, are ways really? to have sex that don't involve a bed. Is what I'm trying to say. Where not, are these? Not, not that I would know. Tokyo. Yeah. I've just heard Olympics, about Olympics, Tokyo, Japan, and I'm sure other cities in Japan. I've just heard about positions that don't require a bed. That's all I'm saying. You got to go with a power lifter. I don't. You don't even have to, man. You just got to be able to stand up. So if you're if you're in the Olympic Village, you're not going to be trying to match with power lifters the entire time. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but you know, you never know. What is, out of all the out of all the summer Olympic sports? What are your top three that you want to go watch? Like, what are you most excited for when summer? You, yeah, Wait. when you're going when you're going through the the uh, schedule on the TV menu and you're like, oh shit, that's it. Can we ask for clarity here? You're asking as a at home, just watching as a fan, or you're saying if I was in the Olympic Village, like. No. Whose event am I trying to support so they they can say they saw me in the stands? When you're at home, what will you be live tweeting when you're okay. when you're doing it? I think the men's 100 meter is always a premier event in the Summer Olympics because it's like, okay, who's the fastest person in the world this year? It's it's the ultimate foot race, 100 meter. The hundred, I will say, has to be the goaded event of the Summer Olympics. Yeah, it's just goaded. That's to just, call yourself the fastest person alive is very cool. There's no more excitement going into an event than the 100 meter. Yeah, I agree. No questions asked. 
I'm gonna miss uh, Usain Bolt. I'm gonna miss him. Is this this isn't his first one not doing one, right? Is it? Yeah, I think he ran last one. I remember I got re- like th- this tells you how long ago. I mean, I guess it's been was five years. Kind of old the last time he did it. So, I mean, I remember getting retweeted. I had a good tweet that went my, probably went micro at one point uh, during the last Olympics, last Summer Olympics, and uh, I got the TFM retweet. I think from WR Bolin, and I went macro. Wow. That's how long it's been since the Olympics happened, though. Sheesh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, man. They're doing three-on-three basketball this year? Uh, they are, and they're also doing uh, skateboarding. To answer your question, aside from your big ones, your track, your gymnastics. Women's gymnastics is a big one for me. Oh, absolutely electric. And then I'll watch the men's, and every time I watch that one, it just feels painful because you'll watch, like, the rings, and you're like, I don't know that my clavicles mm. and AC joints can hold up. And no. it's like, these guys are fucking. Their arms are or the way too pommel big. Hor- not pommel <laughs> horse, but way the, uh, too big. Dude, male gymnast <laughs> arms are next level impressive. I think the in terms of gymnastics, I always gravitate towards the the female gymnastics. It's just of course. Better. Yeah. It's it, just it, gets, it gets the primetime uh, shots for sure. And U.S. dominates. Give me. Um, that always helps. Give me the beach volleyball. You know, Kerry Walsh Jennings. All-time goaded, yeah. for sure. Um, and not just for visual aesthetics, but I just think it's one of those where, like, you unnecessarily think you, you're closest to that level of competition amongst all of the events. You watch them, you're like, okay, I could survive, unless you watch the men's, and then they're, like, power spiking, and you're, you're not doing thought. shit. Isn't power spiking what happens when they get back to the hotel room after <laughs> uh-huh. drinking too much sake in the Did- Olympic Village? Handball's also sneaky, the event that when it's on TV and you see it, you're like, why don't we see more of this fucking event? Yes, it's tight. <laughs> you, you know they're you know they're just like let's go back and collapse my bed tonight. Like, yeah. Let's tear that cardboard down. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, if room service com- or if, if housekeeping comes in and they see the mattress on the ground, it's like all right. The uh, I guess the equestrian girl came home last night with uh, <laughs> the equestrian. Oh yeah, with the 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 pentathlon dude. What is <laughs> handball again? Handball is uh, I only know it because apparently Dirk's like father or mother played in you know that's why they always said dirk was a super athlete it looks like um it's like a straight out of elementary pe type looking game does it look like smaller volleyball um it's like indoor soccer but you're playing with a a smaller looking volleyball with basketball you smack it or grab it and and you're like jumping from the three-point line to try to throw it at the goal and you have Uh, a goalie playing with a smaller goal it's like one of those obscure events that you feel like you could, if you trained hard enough, you right. could like participate because only like 300 people in the world do it. We again, it's, it's something the U.S. probably needs Curling. more of. We're putting too much time into futsal. How, how many? Enough. How many curlers do you know? You know, probably zero. Only on uh, Bison Tries Day. That's why. Um, <laughs> that's probably like one of the easier ones to become an Olympic yeah. level athlete in, just because like so few people actually attempt it. Respect it. Is Richardson that American sprinter? Is she still banned? Yeah. Yes. Show Still, they, they didn't do anything about that. Nah. She, she was actually left off the um, four by one bullshit. Yeah, the relay team. That, someone, I, I did see a tweet that was saying that like they have surfing and skateboarding in the Olympics, mm-hmm. but somehow like you can't run if you smoke weed. And yeah, like asking the same thing, like you're telling me that men. Kevin Durant's would have passed any drug tests. Dude, at this yeah, point? Kevin Durant. I mean, I feel like all Kevin Kevin Durant does in the uh, off season is just burn and tweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tweet and toke, if you will. Which is not a bad thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't even know what I'm excited for this year besides I mean swimming is always a good one. The relay swimming is yeah. is, is goaded. Oh yeah, for me. swimming is good a lot point. of fun to watch. 
But the, outside of swimming and like sprints, track and field stuff, like uh, there's not much on there that gets me like super crazy excited. What will have me excited um, is the opening ceremonies. And it'll be a late addition, but I'll, I'll see if I can't throw this in here so you guys can see it as well. But the outfits that we usually see during the opening ceremonies are always, I don't know what like lifetime subscription to Ralph Lauren that the U.S. has. But is it not shocking that at some point in time, like we haven't mixed that up once or twice? Dude, and like, I'll be honest, some of the they they have a lot of misses for me. Yeah, and there's some other countries. You know, Italy will be rocking some Giorgio Armani. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. Well, do you see what Canada's doing this year? Uh, are they doing Lacoste or what's Canada rocking? Canada's doing straight up like Canadian tuxedos. They're wearing jeans. They're doing jean jackets and stuff like that. Shut up. I kind of love that. I like that they were just like, you know what? Yeah, let's just let's just lean into our entire uh, reputation around the world. That's sick. I don't know. The Italian Armani uh, plug has been quite fruitful. Um, But you know, shout out to the UK and France for wanting to be the US with their looks at all times. You know, since they were rocking them first, clearly. But the the basic cast, red, white, and blue polo with slacks. I Mix it up, dude. Yeah, I, I want something that I want to see some fits that I can like go online and be like, yeah, I'm buying this. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the cool thing at the bars this this week. I'd require all of the athletes to only show up in their uniform. Like it's like a bad high school uh, Wouldn't hate that. pep rally. Wouldn't hate <laughs> like, that at you've all. You've got to be in full. Like if you're a wrestler, unitard, ear muffs or whatever they're called, ear guards, knee pads, and everything. And you've got to walk the track waving the flag, fully decked out. Now ear muffs is what happens when you get back and you can't do it on the bed. Okay. <laughs> man there was a dude who jumped on the bed to show that it is pretty uh structurally yes. impressive scottish gymnast reese mick yeah you want to finish that one for yeah, me no, at the end I'm of the good. day i feel like you can still have sex on these things mcclinican you can fuck on anything if you try hard enough that's, okay. f- that's facts okay you know and uh, like you think olympians aren't gonna be able to figure it out no, no, they'll, be, they'll be just <laughs> yeah, fine. you're an olympian like you, sex will, will be happening. Like you, if you're good at one thing, it's doing physical things with your body that no one expects. I think you're going to be able to figure out how to do it in a uh, Japanese hotel room at some point. There it is. This has been the hest Olympic segment, and that ever. is your that is your that is your uh, horny Olympic preview from circling back. Very cool. Check more out. Check out too much dip for more info on the Paralympics, sponsored by John Duda. John Duda, a broken ankle. Uh, He's going to see every single part of this Olympics. I'm jealous. I'm going to start texting him more. <laughs> I'm going to have a regular standing FaceTime appointment with John Duda. Jeez, man. Let's hear from our friends over at Everlane real quick. Is this a new sponsor alert? Did you guys do a read for them when I was gone? It's a like a second-time sponsor alert, I think. I can admit something. I've been shopping at Everlane for years. Really? I think over 10 years. More mm. 10 years. I've been I've been shopping with Everlane since their inception. Did not know. I own two sweaters from Everlane that I still have to this day that I think were a part of their first ever winter collection. And that's how much I enjoy them. I wore them every day at my old job when I had to look good but still feel comfortable. Well, let me tell you, I'm a new Everlane guy. I love their stuff. Well, dude, I'll tell you this. Some of the greatest pleasures in life are the simplest, and that's why Everlane makes premium quality essentials that complement every wardrobe at a more transparent and affordable price. Uh, Yeah, Dylan and I got a little coin to play with on Everlane, and we uh, got to go buy some stuff. I got some jeans. I got a couple T-shirts. I'm very, very pleased. The T-shirts have a sneaky little, like, sexy embro- embroidered E on the bottom of them. Uh, 
It's a nice touch. The uh, oh, that's a nice touch. That's a nice touch. The uh, I will say that the uh, hoodie that I got, which is now become my You've been talking this thing up for a minute now. It's my get home uh, from a long day of work. You know, long day in the stew. You just want to get max out and be comfortable. And uh, I will take a shower and I will toss it on with no shirt on underneath, and I will just start hanging out. It's kind of sexy, dude. It's very sexy, and it's so comfortable. And it also has a nice little embroidered E on the uh, sleeve on this one. Very swag. Well, that is super swag. I already thought it was swag, and then when I saw that it was there after you pointed out the one on the T-shirt, I was like, oh, I feel even more swag now. Damn. All their stuff's incredible. They do something that we you love to hear about. They take the middlemen and they just get rid of them. Dude, we're so out of middlemen. It's Never liked them. No. It's like, get them out. They've been around since 2010, so I guess I was right. A little over 10 years I've been shopping with these guys. They do extensive research and vetting to use ethical factories that provide fair wages and reasonable hours to the skilled people who craft their clothing. They have timeless design and the finest sustainable materials so you can wear them for years to come. Most retailers hide their markups. <laughs> Couldn't be Everlane. They believe their customers have the right to know how much each of their clothes costs to make. And in fact, they share exactly how much their products cost and to produce at each stage. Well, there's one thing we can get behind. It's full transparency. Just radical transparency. Call him Jeffrey Tambor. Okay. They have all the everyday essentials that you need from damn good denim to super soft loungewear. The Everlane even partners with the best and most ethical factories in the world for a fit that you can actually feel good about. They even accept returns within 30 days of the ship date, mm. and all uniform clothing comes with a 365-day guarantee. Go to everlane.com slash steam and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off of your first order when you go to everlane.com slash steam and sign up. All these billionaires are going to space. <laughs> Who's this asshole that backed out, though? Is this the biggest flex in the history of flexes? It depends. Does he have to give his money back? Just the fact that, like, okay, so. The, I mean, do they get to keep the money, I should say? Old Dickie Branson, he went to space, what, last week? Two weeks ago? Did Dickie he? Dickie Branson. I think so. Yes. Know. Well, it depends on who you talk to. True. He Virgin, uh, oh, Virgin CEO, Richard Branson. And so. It's an anonymous winner, so. Or I guess. Yeah, yeah. The original person has not been named. The what, original whoever. person who ordered, who got the th $30 million ticket to space. Correct. But then uh, he said, I'm a little too busy for that. Like, I can see saying, hey, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. I can't see this. Like, what's the most expensive thing you've paid for and just said, you know what? We're just going to have to miss it. Like. Pretty much everything I buy online that I'm too lazy to return. <laughs> but I usually don't have trips to space that cost tens of millions of dollars that I just, like, leave by the wayside. $29.7 million he paid in order to go to space. Some, and, he, and he backed out so an 18-year-old can do who's doing a gap year. Some bratty little 18-year-old punk who's taking a gap year, <laughs> which which is really just means, like, I want to party for a year, right? They want to expand their experience in the actual world, Dylan. Like, they don't want to just jump right into college not knowing what they want out of life. Well, what if I told you he's the son of James Damon, the CEO of Somerset Capital Partners? I'd say that he has enough money to have to take, to take a multiple firm. gap years. <laughs> so, yeah. Little brat. Um, and, and you know, there's one of those things where he's like, Dad, you told me I could go backpack through Europe during my gap year, and I can't go to Europe because of COVID? This is bullshit. Okay, son. Would you rather go to space? Would you rather go to space? Where in space are they going? Dude, that's the thing about space. 
you don't know. I mean, are, you, are they just doing a lap around the earth coming back later? Or were they going to I some? I think they they're going, going to the south side. Like, they took the cheaper trip. Like, south, I don't, yeah. South side of space? South side of space. Yeah. It's, like, too expensive to go to, like, other places right now. To the hills? Yeah. Everything's, ever since things opened up, like, it's Are hard. they going to, like, the International Space Station? Are they going <laughs> to walk around in there or float around in there, I mean? Or is this just, like, a... They might get lunch. They could look at Earth out the window, like, all right, we're going back. Like, I want to know. It's hard to say. I think they're probably going to get as high as uh, the guy who did that one Red Bull jump that one year. Like, and everybody made a huge, which it was pretty dope. But he like free fell, free falled, free fell, because I'm uh, free, and then parachuted. Like that's high enough. If you can get to whatever the atmosphere level, like I'm, I'm good with that. But I think you need to leave the space vehicle that you're in for me to count it. What? Hold on. The New Shepard spacecraft, which is scheduled for takeoff in West Texas next Tuesday, will launch its passengers over 62 miles above the surface for a mission estimated to last about 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, Three to four up. of those minutes will be spent in space. Holy shit. That's it? It's not a great return on your... What, do you think they're going to Mars and, like, hanging out and, like, going and walking No, no, around? no, no. I, I know, I know there's, no, there's no space throwing walking the board, going throwing on Throwing the bird here, dog's vortex to each other? But for this, this whole journey to last 10 minutes? What the fuck? I feel like it's... This is one of those things, like, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to equate this to something that no one else is equating this to. It's kind of like when my dad bought the first ever uh, portable DVD player. <laughs> he bought it for $1,000, and my mom was like, what the fuck are you thinking? That's, that's, a, that's, that's an insane swag. amount of money to buy a portable wow. DVD player. Must be nice. You wait, like, three years, and they're, like, $25 at Walmart. <laughs> they give them away. Yeah, it's like, dude, don't go on the first trip to space. That thing's going to have faults. Exactly. <laughs> You gotta wait at least a few years. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going on this trip. I, if if my trip is completely free, I am not going on one of these first like, you know, experimental trips to space. It's gonna last ten minutes. No, thank you. I'm out. We well, you I, know who's not as uh, scared as you. Uh, Eighty-two year old Wally Funk, which I'm also learning. Wally, Wally Funk's full name is Mary Wallace Funk because she's an American aviator. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think a Goodwill ambassador as well, and uh, one of the first female. Uh, uh, I'll say it. People that are uh, involved in aviation or whatever the rest of the biography says. I'm not clicking on it. I'll say it. Wally <laughs> Funk is built different than I am. <laughs> 82. No one had Wally Funk based on name alone being a woman. No no one. She's built She's way built different. different. And not like a 1980s rapper. She'll be the oldest person to go to space, <laughs> along with the youngest person to go to space. Wally's going to be sitting there, like, all excited. She's probably got some snacks queued up in, like, little plastic bags that she's going to, like, nibble on as they take off. And then we're going to have the 18-year-old, like, son of a billionaire just getting selfies off and doing TikToks and shit. Isn't it weird, Isn't it weird to think that space is really not that far away from us? I mean... Like, they're going... No, listen, they're going 62 miles up, right? Yeah. That's in space. How far is 62 miles from here? Like, uh, Salado? Yeah. yeah. North of Georgia. Isn't that oh, weird cool. to think I'll about? Just go to Salado. Like, big deal. <laughs> like, distance wise, like, space is just right there. Like, I can almost reach up and touch it, I feel like. That's crazy, right? I mean, kind of. I mean, it's weird. You reach up and touch 62 miles into space? When you think about how vast space is, you're like, oh, I'm going to space. Like, oh, you're going to be like light years away, but you're just, you're just right there. It's like not that cool. Sally thought I was a huge. Uh, Sally thought I was a big dork the other day. I have two of those apps that tell you like where the stars are in the sky. Yeah, Google I, used to have a big one. Of well, those you are a dork, but keep going. Uh, well, I got I got an alert the other night, and I was sitting in bed at like eleven thirty at night, and I got this alert to my phone that said, "Hey, the International Space Station is about to cruise over you." Okay. And I was like, "Oh, let's fucking go." That's and sick. I, so I started climbing out of bed, put my robe on. I was going to go out on the porch, maybe watch it. And she was like, "What are you doing right now?" She's like, "You think you're going to be able to see the space station?" You're right a now? space dork. It's like, yeah. Did you see it? 
I, I didn't end up going outside. She shamed me enough that I stayed she inside. She talked you out of it. Yeah. Don't let her steal your joy. She door shamed you? It's yeah, probably she, a little bright in downtown Austin or, you know, central Austin in order to see, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I'm going to make a statement here. I think Bezos is soft for auctioning off these tickets to even go do this. If it's me and I'm Bezos and I have the money to go to space, I'm bringing my boys with me. There's no way that yeah. I'm just going to let some nerds that are, like, rich just go. Or some rich guy's little bratty little son. Yeah. Right. Who's like, taking a gap year. If, if I'm, like, twerp. loaded as hell and, I like, instead of going with some future TikTok star who's, like, getting the first space TikTok off, like, I'm going to call, call KJ over and be like, hey, do you want to ride? Well, I appreciate that. I'm shocked that this is a 10-minute trip. I'm he is shocked. flying with Mark, his brother, Mark Bezos. Rocking with Mark? He is rocking with Mark. Rocket shipping with Mark, if you will. Okay. But uh, the flex I would pull is I'd be like, Whatever uh, affair he had that cost him 50 bill, like, I would just take her and be like, you know what? I know uh, everyone's giving attention to my divorce because my wife's giving away $40 billion. Like, very nice of her. I'm just uh, being a scumbag and taking my uh, mistress to space. How about that? <laughs> mistress in space. Dude, ten, ten minutes. Like, you don't even have to pack a snack for that. It's just you're up and down. Don't you want to have a cocktail up in space? Yeah. Can, I, can we chill for a bit? Like... We're, going, we're already out here. Let's yeah, just hang like, out. Let me watch the world turn a little bit. Yeah. Wally let's won't go, even let's be go, able to let's finish over Italy, see what's going on in the boot. There like, were a lot up? of people that were like critical of, of uh, Branson's trip to space saying that he wasn't going high enough. How high did he go? Like 10 – like he was only, he was going like technically he was in space. That's soft. But he needed to go 10 miles further to go to where Bezos was going. Remember that that, so dumb. that Red Bull skydiver who, who skydove from like uh, – what? Did you already talk about this? Oh, I've been no, watching him drink wine, but oh. I did mention this guy. I'm just too. finishing my early morning uh, Savion Blanc. <laughs> that dude, he's he jumped from like the yes. edge of the atmosphere, Correct. right? How many miles edging. up is it? He was. He was totally edging. How many miles up is that? Forty ish, something like that. The atmosphere? Yeah, how high does the atmosphere go, dog? Dude, it's only like twelve kilometers. <laughs> how far is a kilometer? No, it's not. Is it really? Felix Bumgarner. By it the way, says it extends the, from the Earth's surface to an average height. This is the atmosphere I'm talking about. Right. To about 12 kilometers, although this altitude varies about nine kilometers at geographic poles. 12 kilometers? No. Dude, I don't know. You're Real asking time. the wrong people. Felix Bumgarner flew approximately, and this is coming from like my research I did before. I wrote some notes down on the uh, side. Uh -huh. uh, 39 kilometers into the stratosphere. Uh, over New Mexico. So, you know. Did he do this before or after he signed a new contract with the Giants? Like, I feel like they wouldn't want him going to space if he was just going to go up there. And, <laughs> that guy's built. Talk, talk about built different. Um, but, yeah, him flying over New Mexico is definitely a choice. But it was 2012 when he did it. So you got to think that Breaking Bad influenced that decision for sure. you got, you got to think. <laughs> if you're going to space, where do you want to go? Ten fucking minutes. Yeah, that's that's pretty lame. That's lame as shit. You get up there and like you gotta be like Jeff. Can you ask him if we can like take another? Like, can we take a lap? Like, what's going on here? Like when Dave and I went to uh, Dallas on the private jet with the uh, people who will not be named because I think they've been subpoenaed, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't want to get named in that lawsuit at any point. But uh, when we flew private with them from Austin to Dallas, the, the pilot was like, "You guys want to take like the quick route, or you guys want to go way up high?" And we were like, uh, "I think you know the fucking answer to that." <laughs> like, I'm not trying to get off this plane anytime soon. So we were like, "Yeah, take take us high above the clouds." Uh uh, not I'm not into that, man. Mm -mm. I want to stay as close to Earth as I can. I asked That's Sally. That's a general, general rule that I have. I asked Sally if I was allowed to go to space. 
You weren't allowed to go to your patio at 2 a.m. So I know. She's not giving you permission yeah, to go. She's to not going to let me watch. She's not going to let me watch the fucking space station and go above my apartment. Not I don't think she's going to let me go to space. Not to get all dark here, but what are the chances that that this goes as planned, as perfect, like they return safely? Uh, I would say insurance companies are going to make sure it does. Like they're going to. Uh, well, they are flying out of Texas, so if they abort the mission, I'm going to make 10k off this, but. The odds are good that it's going to go smoothly. But is there a world where he is just – where Jeff Bezos could possibly be faking his own death? Ooh. Like what if the guy who paid $30 million, they were like, hey, buddy, like if you want to sacrifice your dorky-ass son, like we're going to probably we, – there's a decent chance we explode up here. Like <laughs> maybe you don't want to do that. He's trying – he's got like a – not a custody issue but like a will issue and he's his only legitimate son. He wants to make sure his stepchildren yeah. you know, get the <laughs> – Yeah, and they're like Wally's pretty much on her, on her farewell tour anyway. Ten, so like if this goes down, it's not that big a deal. Ten minutes. How long would you have guessed this trip would last before I told you it was ten minutes? <sighs> it takes ten minutes to get – from here to the highway, like yeah, <laughs> I would have said like so. Are they, well, they they get up to space and they probably chill there for ten minutes. No, three to four minutes of those, three to four of those minutes are spent in space. Lame. Y'all think Wally's gonna be awake for any of this? No, like they're gonna. She's gonna black out. You need to take your iPhone up there and like take pics and shit. Yeah. My secret to longevity is just going to I go space. To, I go sixty-two miles yeah. in. I just go to space every day. Every day yeah. for get, ten minutes. I get ten minutes of space, <laughs> space gas in my lungs every day. Space gas. <laughs> it's gas, but it's ridiculous, from space, man. Of course. I mean, Wally minutes. is goaded. Like she was, she's already a pilot and stuff. She's not just some rando they're throwing into space because she's old. She was one of the Mercury Thirteen, of course, which was the thirteen American women who are part of a privately funded. Well, everybody program. knows that. Everyone knew that. You didn't so, have to say it. They uh, went to the same physiological tests as men did to see if they'd be selected as NASA astronauts back in 1959. Well, of course they weren't. Obviously. <laughs> of course they weren't selected. God, they're going to do something. They're going to, because of this 18 year old, they're going to do something absolutely insufferable. They're going to be like, oh, we got the fucking first space selfie Dude, off. He's me up there like, do, like doing TikToks and shit. Oh, space. shit. You know, like there's been this trend of like these TikTok kids deboarding planes where they just hold up everybody oh, while they God, like sing and dance. Mm -hmm. If this kid does this on the spacecraft, it will be the biggest flex of all time. It's like, hold on, Jeff. No. I got to get my TikTok off. Hold on. Sheesh. He's not calling him Jeff. Hey, J-Bone. <laughs> J-Man. Hey, J-Man. Hey, J-Bez. J-Beezy. You, you got to wonder if uh, the most concerned person on this flight has to be Mark Bezos. Because I'm Je now Jeff Bezos' brother. And uh, I would imagine a DNA match in several ways. And if nothing else, are you not just a walking organ, do organ donor? Not donating an organ. The state and or the musical instrument. Um, but like Jeff gets up there and his kidney fails. Like, you know, there's a robot on deck. That's like, Mark, sorry, we need to talk. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going anywhere around my brother in that close proximity in a high, you know, high wire act like this. You know, you got to think I'm a bag of blood for old I'm Jeff here. I'm just not going on this trip, man. Well, you got to think Mark also like is probably named as like somebody who might, I don't know, benefit from the death of Jeff Bezos. So maybe that's why Jeff was like, now you're coming with me. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going down, so are you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I guess that's, that is nice to know that Jeff is looking out for like his brother. He's taking him to space and stuff like that. But I just feel like you'd want a mob up there. I've never seen Mark. I don't Bezos. think Wally's doing any much. I know. I'll just have Imagine. my trademark sip of whiskey. <laughs> I'm bringing my seagulls yeah. up there. I got a bottle of '82. I was giving it to the day I was born. I've had a sip every day since. 
Oh, this is not fun. What? She Mark did Bezos just looks like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like, I, I was hoping that, like... <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem, dude? Dude, I've had some... The early morning... Zombie B, dog. I was hoping that I'd look up Mark Bezos and find out, like, you know, he's Ecuadorian or something. Like, something unique. And, nope, he just kind of looks like the guy from... Uh, a lot of movies in which I can't name at the moment. The Kingsman, but not the main one. The guy who played, like, the weapons guy who overlooked everything. I don't know his name. I'll find it. I'm just imagining Mark sitting around like the – like, I just looked it up. It says that Mark Bezos' uh, estimated net worth is about $40 million. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm imagining him sitting around the dinner table with uh, Jeff and, like, asking a question and just having the – the uh, scene from Step Brothers happened just every single time. He's like, "Well, how much does this cost?" And then Mark is, or Jeff is just like, Dude, "How much does this cost?" <laughs> yeah, what's oh. your net worth? About forty million. Oh, real cool. <laughs> hey, I'll pick up dinner. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely. Oh, you no, you can drink that wine, dude. I'm gonna pay for it. Don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. I'm embarrassed to say the person I was thinking of and couldn't name, Stanley Tucci. Oh, That's what Mark Bezos looks like. Imagine being being worth forty mil and your brother's just just like a thousand x you. Yeah. On on net worth. Like, would you even tell people your last ma- name if you're worth forty mil? Because it seems like a lot until you tell anyone your last name, basically. Yeah. It's like, and then I, they're like, "Why is oh, your brother happened? so shitty to you? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> what happened in life? Where'd you go wrong? Yeah. All of a sudden, you get a lot shorter in that conversation. Oh, I just, I just didn't create Amazon. That's what happened. I'd, I'd fucking tell people my last name was Wahlberg if that was the case. I'd just be like, "No, I'm Mark Wahlberg, Bezos," and I would just go by Mark Wahlberg. So people would be like, "Oh, like the other guy." Oh, is he, oh, is he independently worth forty million? I mean, you have to think that he's got some offshore funds that might <laughs> might kick in at some point. You get some kickbacks from uh, old brother, or at <laughs> least got some early intel. Like, hey, maybe go buy. Yeah, you know, uh, once you get in, here's some family, friends, and family shares. List as a, f- a volunteer firefighter, which that's always a term I'm I'm weary about. There was a story I'll save for too much dip, but volunteer firefighters, <laughs> shout out to them. Well, if you're Mark Bezos, aren't you texting Jeff every single day being like, hey, dude, can I get a, like one billion? <laughs> like, just send him PayPal requests. Yeah, like, just annoy him, annoy him until he's like, fine, dude, here's a billion dollars. Dude, just slap me a billy. What's the big deal? I would text him relentlessly just like all the time. Like he's out to dinner with like, I don't know, fucking. Dude, you're not, you won't even notice it. Yeah, he could be out to dinner with any, like the richest person, like some like prince that I've never even heard of from like some country that I've never heard of, just bawling out. It's like, hey, dude, can I just have $1 billion? Just one, like $1 billion. Not that big a deal. God, that's just different. That's different money. Dude, they're different. Ten minutes in space. No, four, three to four minutes in space. Ten. Bullshit. Not enough time to come or bust. It takes, it takes 35 minutes to fly to Houston. Like, what's going on here? It was supposed to be a combustion joke, but I guess it only sounded like nutting. So no, that whatever. just sounded a really horny. That right. just sounded super horny. God, speaking of super horny, I think we have uh, Randy's breaking news. Oh, no one's ever man. done this before. Do we have any theme music for Randy? Yeah, we do. There it is. I thought Kai's birthday was the only up, cake dog. we were going to get. I was going to make him wait a little bit. Randy. It's Welcome. time. Hit me with the uh, air horns from R&B Radio. Or not. Dude, I'd have to go like four things deep on this <laughs> soundboard in order down, to figure Randy. it out. Okay, fuck me. Like, All right. Dude, chill out. Fucking news already. You guys ready for some breaking news? Dylan, would you like to go wash media video news, big ass goldfish, Nintendo 64, or giant egg? Wash media video news sounds pretty lame, honestly. So let's go do Hold on, big ass we? goldfish. What are we going with? Big ass goldfish? Big ass goldfish. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Big
big ass goldfish doing multiple things at once. Let's get this on the screen. So there is a big ass goldfish in this lake because mm. people released it. People are releasing it in Minnesota in don't know what the city in the Burnsville. Twin City suburbs in Burnsville. People are just releasing their goldfish in this uh this lake and goldfish get pretty freaking big. Look, I'll say it, that goldfish is built different. Yeah. So I've always heard rumors about this being like a thing. Mm-hmm. I never actually really believed it that if you put a goldfish in a large body of water that it would grow. And now, like, I mean, I have no choice but to stand this chunky goldfish. It's big boy season. I will say I'm anti-invasive species. Just want to be clear. I thought you were pro zebra muscle. No, no, no. Yeah, everyone knows. Dude, you everyone, no, dude, you get brought the fuck out of here. <laughs> zebra cakes. My bad. He did say it was zebra cakes. Zebra cakes he he told me that. Goated, honestly, dude, I hate zebra muscles, man. You ever cut your foot on a zebra muscle? Uh, no. You but do it once. You never want to do it again. I'm different. Though. Those my, things slice clean. My feet are different. All, you look down. You're like, is there blood in the water? Don't drink the water. There's blood in the water. That's Dave Matthews' band. Shouts to Brett. Are these guys problematic, or is it just like a big-ass goldfish I think they the are lake? problematic. I don't think they can survive. Like, for, I don't know. I wonder if they just don't have a predator, aside from Phil in Minnesota here, like, taking them out of the habitat. Yeah, I just – I. All I read was a lot of people being really mad about this, and people were like, yeah, don't flush them down the toilet. And everyone's like, no, when you flush it down the toilet, it doesn't just go directly into a stream. Yeah. And normally they're Whee! dead when you do that. Yeah, it's not like, oh, shit. Like, they're having a bad day if you flush it. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, what you should be doing and not saying, hey, kids, okay, we're not going to flush it on the toilet. We're going to go to the water, you know, because there are 10,000 lakes and options for you to drop these fish in in Minnesota. Well, if you're in Minnesota, right. for sure. It's just too many lakes. Not a, not a people know there's more than 10,000, actually. But anyways, uh, I imagine that's probably the option some parents take is like, hey, we're just going to go set it free. And you probably shouldn't be because... This uh, goldfish is massive, and for some reason I look at it, and I don't even get, like, Captain D's fish sticks vibes out of it. Like, it doesn't look tasty. No, I'm not eating this. <laughs> it's got bottom feeder vibes for sure. You like fish sticks? Okay. Randy, can you Next speak store. to the biological uh, <laughs> effects of releasing goldfish into the wild? And I can. It grow? I can. It's a problem because the goldfish, which can grow to the size of a football, compete with native species for food and increase algae in lakes. So clearly that's probably bad. Tell the natives to just... Eat more. Seems like a minor problem. Though. I once did a project on invasive species and mainly about Chinook salmon. You got to be careful for these things. They're not built to, to live in the environments that you're putting them in. You ever, ever heard of Asian carp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were trying to devastate the Great Lakes. I don't know if that's been sub- oh, like, that's subdued bad. lately, but there was a lot of efforts for it. Mm. They just jumped different. So you yeah. were rocking with carp? No, I do not rock with carp. Okay. Because carp do not rock with us. That big goldfish is kind of cute, though, like low key. It'd be kind of tight. Could you release one in your own pond and then put it back into like a giant tank in your house and just have a big ass goldfish? Yeah. Sure. Why don't they just sell these for like, I don't know, 20 times the market rate? <laughs> I don't think you buy a goldfish by the pound. Oh, so you're telling me that if you went to a, 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 a carnival and they were like, uh, if you throw one of these rings onto one of these bottles over here, then you get a tiny goldfish. But if you throw one of the rings on the, the middle ones, you get this giant ass goldfish. You're going for the middle one every single time. You know what? Maybe so. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know, Will. Before I don't want to of a fucking fish. <laughs> I do want to say major shouts to this uh, Minnesotan uh, fisherman here. Rocking a uh, vest that looks like it gets regular use. Like, this, that's what strikes me. is like, this dude's about his business. Like, he's yeah. not fucking around, no vest. Like, he knows better. And it is not a uh, straight-off-the-Costco-rack uh, vest here. Like, this dude's out here every day. All day, every day. I respect it. I'm about to pee my little pants, man. Let's go. What else you got, Randy? All right, moving on to Nintendo 64. Mm. Have you guys heard about this story? 
Yes. There was an unopened Super Mario 64 that sold at auction for $1.56 million. It's a lot of money. It's not even... I mean, it's one of the newer gaming systems. I mean, sorry, older, well, but not the oldest. It is the breaking. It is the record-breaking price for a sale of a single video game because it's, I guess, a collector's item. More than like whatever unearthed New Mexico, like copy of like Zelda or something. There's there was a story a little bit wild. That back, one sold Paper for Boy or whatever it was. Eight hundred seventy thousand. Paperboy was goaded. I'll say it. I was too. I was too young to care about that game at that point. Mm. I. In terms of 64 games, mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 doesn't even touch my top 10. Now, the wrestling games of that era were uh, all-timers. If you told me sure. that Goldeneye went for this much money, I'd there be like, yeah, that makes sense. Wave Runner, Star Fox. Oh, Wave Runner was goaded. F's yeah, with them all. 1080, I think, was also in Super 64. Smash. But the Mario Brothers brand is always going to be bigger than... No, Super Smash is what the the weightlifters do at the Olympics when they get back oh to their cardboard beds. <laughs> Damn, dude. Got to get back to H. All right, going from one Nintendo game to another, there was a giant egg in Chicago. Dylan, I know you're going to like this one. Is that AEG? It's actually, it's actually a bean. bean. It's a bean. No, no, it's a giant egg, and it was at Maggie Daly Park for the fifth anniversary of Pokemon Go. They had a oh, worldwide Jesus. festival that took place so, in 20 different cities. It was a dork fest. And okay. Chicago You're not allowed there. to talk. You're not allowed to yes, talk. Yes, I am allowed no to talk. Did no you Mr. play Shibri. Pokemon Go? No. Was he out there on Mopac, like, searching Dude, for a Magikarp? When, when the craze was going at its peak, I downloaded it so okay. I could see what it, why, why people were freaking out. And I was like, this is stupid and terrible. And I closed it down and deleted it. That, it, was, it, that, was, my, that was my It's on your experience. iPad right now because I downloaded it for Parks last year. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. The technology at that time was pretty dope, which, you know, nowadays, like, I Parks made me download a dinosaur game where it's the same situation where you hold up the camera and your dinosaurs like fight. What are people like like chasing Pokemon across like busy mm-hmm. intersections into parks? Smoked yep. and shit. People were like falling off cliffs and stuff. And they had to go back and like <laughs> falling off tighten cliffs. up where they could be found and like limit them to like it was public a, spaces. It was a Darwin experiment, I think. Okay. So I guess the breaking news here is that after five years, people are still playing the game. I had no clue. Dylan's well, the only person in this room. Uh, Randy definitely played Pokemon here we Go. go. Oh, yeah. Did you play Pokemon Go? I played the fifth. Am I the only person in this room who didn't play Pokemon Go? I didn't play Pokemon Go. I'm not Pokemon too cool for go. Pokemon. I'll say that. I've caught them all before. Okay. I, I, I played Pokemon. Anything. I had the yellow game on yep. my Game Boy when I was growing up. I didn't know how to play it, really. I just went around and just did what I did. And I think it worked out for me. I think I had some pretty high up things. But I never really knew what the end game was. Yeah, I... I don't know that I ever remembered the song of, like, the original 118, 128. 51. There was more than that, right? Original 151. 151. Okay. I thought you said 51. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Like, I never recalled, like, I couldn't memorize that whole thing, but it was in my rotation of after-school shows. So I was on Pokemon early on, but it fell by the wayside once they went from, like, red, blue, yellow, and, like, they got, like, six games and I was over it. I, I didn't play Pokemon Go that much. I lived by a park. At the time, so I you tried it. Park. I was rocking with Park, uh, and I, I just I couldn't get into it. But uh, shout out to the egg. Shout Dallas to uh, famously stole a huge exhibit that looks like this from Chicago. It's just a big eyeball. You can find that in downtown Dallas now, but it was in Chicago for like five years before that. So maybe we'll get the egg too. True. And before anyone comes at me, I know Pokemon goes Niantic and not Nintendo. And oh, yeah, 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 Niantic. Well, but, I mean, it's, also it's a Nintendo franchise. So. On don't any other parts Dylan. of this photo, but 
there were some strong Photoshop vibes <laughs> looking in this uh, photo that we've got here on screen. Go check it out on YouTube. But the lady in the middle threw me off with the uh, legs. But anyhow, let's keep it moving. Okay, and then finally, in washed media video news, keep an eye out. That's for, for, that's, that's for Brett. all the news that you. That's wow, the news. That's, it's, it's so, let's just say come what? come. Uh, okay, okay, don't mind okay. if I can. <laughs> Come early August, some big things are going to be happening with Washed Media in the video. So keep an eye out. Follow in Circling Back Pod on Instagram. We'll be throwing out some teasers on the story. So big stuff coming. Bigger or smaller than uh, Cool Adam's sideburns are right now? Um, smaller. Because he's going full-blown Wolverine. I will say, Dylan, I'm coming for that ass in terms of virality. Uh I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call out your lie right here. <laughs> I completed one heavy. I believe I still. There we go. There we go. Oh, yeah, true. there we go. You actually won. I can race, now huh? confirm that it is completed. Good job. The wine that is. <sighs> I, I want to give one final shout out too, to two local awesome backers that got engaged because of the pod oh, over yeah. the weekend. Shout out Andrew and Kaylin. Really? I was with them Saturday uh, celebrating, but <laughs> yeah. The, what are their names? Andrew and Kaylin. Kaitlyn or Kaylin? Kaylin. Congrats to Andrew and Kaylin. That's. That's big time. Has Randy Lowkey become it. the uh, like local backer ambassador? Like, how yeah. many of your weekends in the last four the weekends He's have been spent people. with backers? Dude. At least two. Well, I mean, I met them through the pod too, so I respect it. That's that's mega cute. Congrats! And in our final Wash Media uh, video news, uh, Dylan, I have our clip about real or fake Peloton uh, motivational quotes has eclipsed three hundred six thousand views mm-hmm. on the Peloton meme page. I think if we combine that, I'm still below your views for uh, real or fake pre-workout, but I'm video? coming for that ass. I'm not, I'm not worried about it, honestly. We have outperformed the last seven videos they posted on their account, so I will say our content is objectively good. Goated. Goated content. might say. Yep. Very cool. Does it feel weird to be the only man at the table not in possession of a Peli? You're not the only one not using the Peloton, but there's one Dylan in my house. doesn't even household. have one anymore. His girlfriend got rid of it. Well, I never had one. She had one. She got rid of it, yeah. Uh, she didn't use it. Those tiny-ass legs weren't doing shit on there. Did you get rid of it because you knew you were scared Don't talk about Bay's legs like I that. I never used it. A little jerk. <laughs> jerk store called. Looking, running out of you. Okay. <laughs> That's what? it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> A rainy level joke. I think it's time to go. Bye.